Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and creatures in between. Welcome to Scrap Metal Podcast number 36. Yes, episode number 36. I am your host, Metal Maddie. And to my right, and fucking A, always to my right, Mellow Maddie. How are you doing, kind sir? This is exactly what you want to be. You want to be metal for tonight, for the topic we're going to discuss. We're going to get very mellow. Yes, you, that's why I had to say mellow, right. Maddie, because tonight's topic is very mellow, methodical. But before we get into that. Before we get into that. Yes. We have to do what we always do. We have to get to our music tidbit extravaganza. <laughs> Well, in tonight's music news, sad, short, sad quick, news. to the point. Oh, yeah, sad news. You can, uh, the original bass player for, was it the original bass player for Bon Jovi? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Alex, passed away Alex John Such at passed, 70. He was who, 70 years old, huh? Yeah, he was older than. He was older than the yeah, rest. Bon, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, Richie, uh, older than Richie Sambora. Uh, no cause of death, I don't think, as of yet. Um I always uh, when I any when I talk about any bassist, usually the the luckiest men in rock because how hard is it to play bass? This guy this guy was smart, right? This guy wasn't going anywhere. This guy <laughs> stayed in Bon Jovi till the end. He didn't leave like Richie Sambora. If you're a bassist in a famous rock band, you stick with it because what else are you gonna do? Yeah, he well he he did and he left. <laughs> yeah, that's that's sad. I, yeah, no cause of death. Was but, he on uh, just the first two albums? No, I think he no he was been with them the whole time. Was he? I'm pretty sure. I thought he was there only there for two albums. Where'd you read that? I heard that on <laughs> XM Radio, I think. You might be right. I have no idea. Oh, Maddie, come on. You're killing me here. I thought you knew that. <laughs> no, he was with them for longer than two albums, though. He was with them like uh, Slippery When Wet, and that was... Oh, yeah. I knew that. Yeah, yeah. But I think but, it was like... No, he was with them for a while. <laughs> oh, Maddie. I don't know. I think, I think you might be wrong. But anyway, it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't take away that fact that it's tragic. Well, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Tra- well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's totally tragic, but I mean, <laughs> seventy years old, he well, lived a full life. Tragic for the family, yeah. <laughs> the, these Von Such family. <laughs> What's his name? Alex or something? Alex Von Such. Is that what his name? Yeah, yeah. Not quite as famous as Alex Von Halen, but. <laughs> oh, what are you laughing so I don't much know. for? I don't know. Any, uh, but anyway, yeah, at any rate. So he that was a rock and roll death. Oh, and uh, speaking of rock and roll deaths, um, the Foo Fighters have announced a couple tribute shows for fallen comrade Taylor Hawkins in September. Have you heard about that? That's going to be their little tribute yes. to him. I think uh, Wembley is going to be one of them, and the other one's going to be in L.A., I think. So big stadium shows uh, for their, you know, their fallen... Uh, brother, I don't think Dave Grohl has said anything publicly, but the wife just came out and thanked all the fans for uh, their support and whatnot. For uh, it's the first first time anyone has mentioned any, you know, had uh, had any comment on Taylor's death. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. still tragic. That's still fresh. I, that, very very yeah. fresh. Very yeah. fresh and right. They're still probably in shock to some degree, yeah. but yeah, and now the grieving well, process begins. Yeah. Well, yeah. backtracking to Alex John. Sure. He was the, one of the founding members, and he played on their first five albums. Okay, there you go. All from right. 83 to 84. 
There you 80, go. Only one year. 83 to 94. <laughs> 94. I was gonna say. There you go. They fit five albums in a year. <laughs> they did. That would be something, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they, it, was already pre, it was already pre-recorded. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they just had yeah. Exactly. They just put them all one, one, one at a time. Boom, yeah. there you go. That would be a hell of a marketing thing. Uh, okay, so he was with him for, yeah. What was he yeah. doing since? Who knows? Who knows? I don't care. He did now. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. No disrespect to the family. Right. But, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's not one of my... No. Family, you know, favorite musicians or whatnot. So There's not a lot of you know, baseline, just, not no. a lot of baselines on slippery when wet. Not that a you, lot of uh, baselines <laughs> in Bon Jovi at all, really. Away, away, that's guitar, yeah. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, go, rest go, in peace, rest in power, rock in peace, Alex John Such. There you go. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Moving right along. Yes. Uh, this is kind of big news to me, at least. I think it is as. I think it is. I'll be the judge of that. Uh, Rage Against Machine is uh, gearing up to kick off their uh, uh, reunion tour in July. Not in Boston, they're not. (laughs) Uh, They were supposed to play in Boston, (laughs) like we talked about. I don't want to be Dead Horse. I still don't know why it's a mystery, but that's in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, They posted their first clip from their tour rehearsals to uh, uh, YouTube. You can find them on YouTube, most likely, and other like outlets of such, but YouTube is the main uh, platform to find such material. Go to. And you can just, I think it's like a 45, 30, I'd say 30 plus second clip of them rehearsing uh, in the uh, for their upcoming tour. To show the whole band? Uh, I didn't really show, uh, from what I saw, it was kind of distorted and like, oh. it was kind of blurry, the, the video, but oh, it was like, weird. they did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, right. Just to like fuck with us. Right, right. But the sound, the sound was pretty, uh, pretty cool and I would say uh, it got me really like a little movement downstairs. Okay. I think little, it moved, Jerry. half chub. <laughs> yeah. I think it moved, chub. Jerry. <laughs> um, <laughs> just saying. Get some chub movement. And um, so I am thinking about, I would love to go travel and see them. That's so, something we could do, maybe. So, yeah, that's true, too. So we all can, the tour dates have been that. announced and everything. Yeah. But so, no, we'll, and nothing we'll, locally. You and I will talk about this off air. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't want to bore our fans with this. No, yeah. But um, nothing local, no. I told you this off air, and I'll tell you again, because you asked the same question. I'm asking for the fans now. No, there's nothing local here in Massachusetts. I think the closest one will be in New York, so go fuck yourself, Matty. <laughs> the fans want to know. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm the voice of the fans. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay. <laughs> go oh, tucking yeah? up your ass. <laughs> Um, transitioning to uh, another tidbit, uh, Lamb of God, one of my favorite bands, one of the best metal, American hardcore heavy metal bands of all time, mm. with the, the mastermind, the Randy, Randy Bly, the lead singer. Blythe. He is fucking amazing, A that beast. guy. They just, uh, he's been doing it for years. He's in his 50s now. Yeah. I mean, he could just be 50 now or 51. Mm, I think he's a little he, older. Uh, no, I think he's only 50, 51. Okay. Um, they just released a new single called Nevermore for their upcoming album called Omens. The new album is kind of called Omens. Or Omens. No. And, uh, like, you know, like the they did the movie The Omen. Yeah. And then they remade the movie Omen <laughs> back in, like, what, 2009 or whatever, 2010? Did I didn't know that. Uh, like, on these. Can people think of something original, original oh, here? No, they can't. That's Hollywood. That's the problem. No originality. So, um,. I guess um, the song is called, the new single is called Nevermore. I heard it about four or five times now. It's good. I don't think it's great. Um, that's just my personal opinion. I think, um, I don't know. 
Some people say it's kind of old school Amagon-ish. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, old school Amagon to me is like Burn the Priest. Yeah. When they were just like, rawr, 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 yeah. rawr. like, what the fuck is Rennie called? He's losing his fucking <laughs> shit. And, but, um, God always had the, mu- the when it comes to the, the mus- musicianship yeah. and the instrumentals, like, oh my God, they're second oh, yeah. none. Right. Like, when, into that genre of music. Well, vocals are always the first thing to go with yeah. aging bands. But, yeah. like, but they're, like, they have great musicians in that band between yeah. Will Adler and, uh, you know, fucking, obviously, Randy Blythe, the lead singer, and you got John Campbell, yeah. the bass player. <laughs> That's, That's the John Campbell we know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny uh, if it was. And then I th- Chris Adler, the, he left the band years back. Will out of his brother, yeah, over some internal issues, but oh, okay. that's neither here nor Scandals. there now. Yeah. Um. Then you get fucking. I'm drawing his blank. Oh my god, Morton, the other guitar player. His first name? Oh Jesus, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, yeah. Tom, okay. Jim, Morton, Tom, yeah. Morton, Dave, Morton. Yeah. Oh, fucking asshole. I know. I forget. Yeah. Um, is Tom Morton? Um, I don't know. So there were five piece. Yeah. Wait. No. Two bass. Two guitars. Yeah. They yeah. are five piece. Right. Right. Yeah. See, Maddie, you do this on purpose. No, I just want. And you're a dink. I'm inquisitive. You're not inquisitive. I'm an inquisitive boy. I just want to learn things. <laughs> you want to? Yeah. I'm fascinated by the world. I want to learn things. <laughs> you don't want to learn shit. <laughs> learn me. Yeah. So keep talking, Maddie. Okay. Boy. I'll keep talking. I've never seen. How many times have you seen Lamb of God? I've never seen them. Did you say? Uh, oh, Jesus. Let me see. Four, no, I, I'm not going to make it up because I want to be truthful to my peeps. Yeah. I need to see a heavy show. I haven't seen a real metal show in a while. I don't think you've like, been to a real metal show No, ever. I don't think I have. No. I, you know, I don't think Iron Maiden counts. Mark Morton. Mark Morton. I was going to say Morton. that. I was yeah. thinking, finally, Mark Morton. Yeah. Uh, I am so sorry, Mark. It is Mark Morton to the Lamb of God faithful. I should have known this. I L-O-G. knew it, but I just now I'm starting to remember. Do you now. call him L O G for short? No. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I usually say Lamb of God. Yeah. This is more fun for me to say Lamb of God. Yeah, that's just cool as hell. It's like yeah. a biblical reference. Exactly. Yeah. So I've probably seen Lamb of God about five times now. They're coming in September around here in the Boston area. I think mid September of this year. So there's a lot of concerts I want to see. Yeah. This. They're, they're all things. like the September time frame. Yeah. So it's gonna be tough to make that happen. But I'm gonna do my best to go of, to all those. A lot of things on the horizon. So I want to go check all those things out. Yeah. Um, to wrap up the music tidbit extravaganza, beep, beep, I want to mention um, Astronoid. Oh yeah, that's right. Another local band, Dream Thrash. Dream Thrash, which. Uh, I mentioned we talked about in the past in the previous episodes. These guys, uh, the band's called again Dream. Uh, the band, they are labeled as Dream Thrash. That's their genre. Like between, they kind of like, created that. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe in a sense. Yeah. Um, the name of the band's called Astronoid. They're from Boston, Massachusetts. Local boys. They kick ass. The lead singer is Brett uh, Bolin, and he has like a really high, like, would you call it falsetto? Not really, but it's kind of like it's very, it's kind of, and hence, and no pun intended, dreamy. It is like I, no, like no pun intended, dream thrash. Dream. I like the sound. Um, have you ever heard of the Silver Sun pickups? Yes, he, uh, they kind of remind me of that the vocals. Okay, yeah, maybe a little more, th- obviously more thrashy. Silver Sun was kind of like Smashing Pumpkins esque. Oh, okay, but yeah, but it reminds me of the vocals vocalist from uh, from that group. Okay, Silver Sun pickups. So yeah. yes, their new album just came out. Um, I want to say last Friday, the, um, when did it come out? Yeah, it came out. A full album. The full album just came out last 
June 3rd, and it's called Radiant Bloom by Asteroid. Again, the album's called Radiant Bloom by Asteroid. It's nine tracks. It's a great Um, sound. I like the sound. I love the sound. I think they're very talented musicians. They're great people. I met met Brett, the lead singer, uh, and his mother and father (laughs) outside of a show one year about five like three or four years ago there's a picture on instagram and a picture of yeah (laughs) yeah so if anyone anyone wants to know what what brett and his mother and father look like (laughs) yeah and yours truly metal maddie looks like you can check us out on our instagram page our instagram page it's an adorable picture by the way it really is it's like it's in the mid like towards the end of summer when i'm all tan yeah yeah and i'm like i worked all day so i was tired but i had to put a Smile on my face because the show good. was great. Good, good that picture. Yeah, thanks, bud. Yeah, you too. I'll put the checks dreamy. in the mail. Talk, it's like a it's a dream boat with a dream thrash band. I yeah, say. yeah. <laughs> ooh, la di da. Well, thank you. The check is definitely in the mail now. <laughs> hey. But if you really want to see what yours truly's metal Maddie looks like, you can go on our Instagram page. Yes. Our Instagram handle is called Scrap Metal Show because scrap metal was already taken. By who? Mm. By who, you might ask? By a bunch of fucking chooches somewhere in this country. <laughs> yes. But we've already discussed this. Yeah. It is what it is. No need to bring it up again. So Scrap Metal Show is our IG handle. Us again, Scrap Metal Show. Check us out. Yeah. Follow us. DM us. Do Won't what you, you will. Yeah. Do what you feel like you need to do. Yeah. All critiques all are welcome. Uh, suggestions. DM us. What you want to talk about? I, I've said this about a thousand times now. It seems like if at least if you want a topic to be heard on our podcast, right? Just DM me and say, "Hey, my name is so and so from so and so, and I want you guys to talk about so and so or an album or yeah. an artist or a particular drum or a symbol, even a fucking I don't know a sneaker that uh, yeah that Vans did for a band." Well, like, let's we not get carried away. We wouldn't yeah, do that. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll do anything. <laughs> We, 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 you could do that on your own. Yeah, time. I could do that on my own. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But we, no doubt about yeah, it. We'll do our due diligence and do our research on that said subject and talk about and it. And that's it. That's yeah. all we ask. And if you want to do that, if you don't want to, then forget it. You don't have to do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving you all. I'm, I'm, we're right. open. Right. We are. We're open book. We're open book. Literally and figuratively. Right. So, yes, that is our. That is all for the tidbit extravaganza. Yes. We gave you some uh, nuggets to yeah. chew on here. <laughs> Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I guess tonight's subject, tonight's episode, I should say, mm-hmm. is very, um, it's classic. It is. We're gonna, it's, we're... it's, it's old school. Yeah. It's, oh, it is something very juicy. It is. And I think you people are going to love it. Yeah, you should. Because like my don't. co-host to, again, my right... <laughs> Mellow Maddie. Ever faithful co-host to the right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ever faithful. My ass, my left ass cheek is, uh, <laughs> that's my best side. Yeah. yeah. Shoot me from my best yeah, side. Yeah, shoot me from my best side. Yeah. yeah. He is a big fan of this band. Oh, sure. Who isn't? One, the, arguably one of the best bands of all time to right. pave the way for, so to, just to say, the OGs right. of rock and roll and classic rock. Right. Right up there with the Led Zeppelins and oh yeah, and the, the upper uh, pantheon Rolling of Stones and yeah, the Beatles, the Beatles and, yeah. and the Who, even Wishbone I don't Ash. Care, no, no, don't care for much them. about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tonight's subject, we'll be talking about the one and only Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd. their album, right, the Dark Side of the Moon, one of the best rock albums ever to be made, probably the peak of Pink Floyd. Yeah, they spent. 
a few years before that, building up to it, reached the summit, literally the highest point, the prism. Yeah. Of, of uh, and Dark Side of the Moon, yes. You've mentioned to me off air that Pink, Dark Side of the Moon is not your favorite Pink Floyd it's album, actually, which is, by the way. It's not. Um, if I had to pick one, I'd say the album right before it, which was Metal, which came out in 71. But I, I don't know. I can't really pick a favorite one, but certainly Dark Side isn't. I love Dark Side, but it almost became everywhere, you know. It became so big. You know, when you're a fan of a band, you don't always like their biggest album. It's like you don't like the Black Album, Metallica, right? It became, it's no, like, it's I like sort of, it, but it's not yeah, like but my it's not your favorite. No. Yeah, we all know what my favorite is. Right. Reload. <laughs> <laughs> no, Saint Anger, get it right. Say, no, I was gonna say that was too obvious. I know. <laughs> so yeah, we actually talked about Pink Floyd. On uh, we've dabbled with Pink Floyd in the past. Just, we talked about just Sid minutely. Barrett. Yeah, yeah. But this is something we're gonna we're gonna, talk, we're gonna right. dedicate a whole episode to the one and right. only Pink Floyd. Right. Well, I'll give a little background of Pink Floyd. Of course, go right yeah, ahead. As I like to take do. the ball, man. Formed in uh, 1965 in Cambridge, which is a college town in uh, in England. Not Cambridge, Mass. No, not Cambridge, Mass. Cambridge, England, which also a, you know a college town, but very artistic. And uh, of course, uh, Roger Waters. Uh, Sid Barrett on guitar and lead vocals, uh, Richard Wright on keyboards and vocals, and Nick Mason on drums. Um, it's a story that's been told before, but yeah, Sid Barrett was, they rose to fame quick and Sid Barrett lost his mind from over excessive LSD use. Um, they replaced him with David Gilmore in 68. Came out with a couple albums with him uh, in the late 60s. You had a... You had uh, the, that album there. <laughs> well, you had a few albums to the build up to. Uh, Uma Guma was one of them. These are, all, <laughs> these are all big favorites of yours, I'm sure. Adam Hart Mother came out in 70. Uh, Metal, which I love, which has the greatest Pink Floyd track of all time is Echoes. It's like 20 minutes long. Yeah, that's a great track. I haven't you heard that in a while. Echoes, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have to listen. I should have to listen on the way home now because I haven't heard that in a long time. Oh, God. That's such a stone. That's such a, oh, like a bong hit song. It's like just, oh, forget about it. Get you all it. amped oh, up. God. In a sense, you want to go smoke a fucking <laughs> yeah, big joint right now. Cooked. But uh, something like metal was, you could see it building up. All the stuff that came before, you could see it like, you could see Roger Waters like lyric uh, subjects kind of like. He started singing about more like mental illness because of Sid Barrett, he kind of saw yeah. it. He kind of, and you know, singing about like uh, the the like the political situation and like just like humanity in general, which builds, which comes to a head on uh, <laughs> on Dark Side of the Moon. Because Dark Side of the Moon is all about like mental illness. It's about money. It's greed. About, yeah, greed. Like the Can't, music industry. Doesn't that go along? I've heard. I don't know if this is true. I mean, I've heard people talk about it. If you listen to the Dark Side of the Moon and watch that's the, the Wizard famous. of Oz, it really does sync up. I, I, does it sync up? It and does. How does it? Um, it's just parts. Oh, you got to put me on the spot now. There's, yes. There's, how do you like it? Yeah, I know. I've actually never done it because it was. Uh, I don't know why I never did it, but it was. I, it was seemed like it was more of a teen thing to do. I was a little older when that came to light. Yeah. You know? But uh, no, it really does. If you sync it up, I think um, maybe not completely, but there are parts where like Dorothy is walking. It, uh, something with the scarecrow, and it just matches up perfect with the music or something. I okay. don't know. But that, well, that's a lot of scenes like of Legend of Oz where but they, Dorothy and the scarecrow walking. You know. Well, they they've said you can do it with other movies too. It's probably when you're stoned, anything matches up. <laughs> you can, it's you like can acid. Make, yeah, well, that true. <laughs> that true. Yeah, and then you just see all kinds of shit. But uh, when did you? Now, when did you get in? Did you get into Pink Floyd when you were a kid? Did you no, get no, into Pink Floyd? no. Um, 
Pink Floyd, I, I dabbled more as I was a teenager. Okay. Because, like I said, when I was growing up, it was more like I heard Metallica first through my father. Oh, all right. And um, was your father into? Uh, yeah, my father. Yeah, my father likes the Floyd's. Did and the he Zips. see them? He saw them. Yeah, later in the okay. seven, later eighties, oh, okay. early eighties. Roger Waters. I believe watched. so. Yeah. Um, I don't know the. Like I said I don't something I don't want to really dabble into because I don't right. know that I'm not going to talk yeah. about it because I don't know about it. Right, right. Um, so we'll leave that there. Yeah. Um, I just do know that he likes the Floyd's and the Zeppelins, but yeah. especially um, he's more of a Zeppelin fan than he is a Floyd fan. Which is fine, and to each his own. Well, but um, yeah, it's so interesting because Pink Floyd, up until '71, was like a—they a, were not a popular band. I mean, their albums up—I mean, up to that point, were nothing. Like they were an underground, like kind of space rock. They called them, you know. They certainly weren't a, a household name in yeah. 1971. But by 1973, when Dark Side came out, I mean that was huge. It kind of came out of nowhere, yeah. you know. I mean, it's not like. I guess you could say the same about Zeppelin. I mean, uh-huh. they kind of built it up slowly, you know. But uh, but literally, Pink uh, Dark Side of the Moon is the third highest selling album, and it was it spent the most time on. It spent literally like fifteen years in the top ten or something. Whoa, yeah. Because I think it. Oh, we can go song by song. Well, maybe not every song, but. Well, yeah. If you wanted, to, I mean, it, it's definitely a uh, ultimate noteworthy album. In rock well, you history, know, money, of rock course. war. I mean, money is the money. And four seven. the cry. It's an odd time signature. Um, yeah, it, there's a lot of. It's very, uh, you know, it's very atmospheric. Very. Well, trippy. that's what makes the album so. Yeah. Phenomenal in this way. Well, I think they kind of moved away from their real trippy stuff and actually started writing, you know, songs because they were notorious. Well, of course, Echoes is twenty minutes. I mean. I don't think stuff's going to get on the radio if it's 20 minutes long. I no, think, I think Roger, back then yeah. it was more prevalent now. Yeah, but now it's no like, way. Yeah. But Money was a was a, a hit song. And uh, yeah, I think Roger Waters definitely took over that band when Sid Barrett lost his mind. And uh, and David Gilmore did too. But And then I think Dark Side of the Moon was the last album they really got along together before the turmoil yeah because they really started to hate each other after that yeah. uh maybe the next album was uh, wish you were here which they probably got along but after that it was game wish you here is a great song too wish you were here is actually i like that album better um but we're not here to talk about that no we're here to talk about pink floyd <laughs> yeah. dark side of the moon right right so get that straight boy um but a lot of uh yeah a lot of talking about like uh well brain damage of course which has the famous laugh in the beginning <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah crazy I mean, just and uh, Paul McCartney yeah that's a, there was some famous Paul McCartney there's some famous people involved in this he's like I, some of the there's like a lot of talking in between songs and little like one of them is Paul McC- Paul and Linda McCartney because um, I think they were recording at Abbey Road Studios and Paul was. Yeah, they were friends with the band. They were friends with the Beatles and whatnot. Um, well, that yeah, I've been yeah. from that era and that you know part of the vicinity of the same. Well, they area met of each England. other. Uh, Pink Floyd was recording the first album at the same time the Beatles were recording uh, Sgt. Pepper's in '67. So that's how they met. So how they linked up. Yeah, yeah. But um, us and them. Do you like that one? It's probably my least favorite song. Very us, yeah. us. It's almost too uh, like mellow. Dun, and dun, them, dun, yeah, I think that's too. Yeah, it's it's too lethargic for me. That's Richard Wright on vocals. He sings a lot too. Sometimes you can't really tell. Like David Gilmour or Richard Wright, they kind of have a similar like vocal. But Richard Wright is like the kind of like 
like the underrated guy. He was the keyboardist and uh, wrote a lot, sang a lot of things too. Because Roger Waters has that kind of like, like uh, he doesn't have a sweet voice. It's kind of like more like gritty. Yeah, well, more like raspy. Yeah, not really raspy, but just more like gritty. Like, uh, graspy, I think. More like raspy, gritty. More like gritty. That's what I said. <laughs> no, I was I was combining the two. No, he's got kind of more a, like crispy. Yeah, what's the, what's the word? Uh, yeah, he's he's got a unique voice. I love Roger Waters, but he is a angry motherfucker. Yeah, he's a he's an asshole. He's a, Let's just be real. This is probably the like the last album where he was. You ever hear Animals by Pink Floyd? He's real angry on that. No, I don't think I've heard that one start Ooh, to finish. Boy, yeah. That's like all. I said, I'm. I'll be honest. I'm not a huge Floyd fan. Well, you should be. But I. Sorry. I don't have to be. No, that's right. I'm I just... do respect the hell out of him. That's all I will say. I'd say Floyd was an influence on Tool. Well, yeah. Yeah. That, I'd say that's fair. Okay. That's a fair okay. statement. Has uh, Has Maynard ever talked about uh, Dark Side being an influence? Specifically? I don't think no, so that no. I know of for no, sure. I, I would think he'd dig deeper. Maynard, when he when Maynard's asked questions like that to that degree, he has a whole yeah. different mindset. Yeah. Oh, look, his 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 mindset is so in depth. Right, right. He's it's, it's not that simple. No, yeah. it's methodical. It's planned out. Right. It is so descriptive, detailed, right. oriented. It's all the above. It's right, crazy. Right. It's very uh, multi-layered and, you know, yeah, he's not going to admit right off, you know. There's a lot going on in that brain. But anyway, getting back to uh, speaking of brains. Yes, you don't have any? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to say it. It's like you lay, it was a layup. Alley yeah, for me for that, that one. was too easy. It's a slam dunkaroo <laughs> on that one. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I mean, Darkseid just kind of became a victim of its own success, right? I mean, it be- almost became too big. I think like... Do they expect it to be that big, you think? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it just it just, it just captured a moment in time, maybe in the 70s, where, you know, the 60s had ended, you know, the, the, the whole like loss of innocence, you know, the whole hippie dream was dying. And Roger Waters was singing about like the reality of money, you know, the greed in the world. And, you know, the brain damage. You had the acid casualties from the 60s. People who had done too much acid. All those hippies? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It kind of summed up, like, America and England at the time. Because I think England was starting to go through a depression. So it was, like, touching on politics without being, like, overtly yeah. political. It was more like the human condition. Um, and there's very uh, there's some cool, like, backup vocals by the singer Claire Torrey. You, really? Yeah, it's like the. I think it's uh, oh, the great gig in the sky, which is just like her, like screaming. It's like wordless vocals. You've you've heard that, right? Yeah, I don't know. That was those people. Well, no, but I'm saying I, the name's not important. I'm just saying that was pretty unique to have that, like you know, backup. They, Pink, that's not something Pink Floyd had done before this. I think at this point, Pink Floyd was really starting to like uh, move out of their comfort zone and move out of their like space rock. And really, like, yeah. you know, come up with like like real topics and real like stuff that people could relate to, you know. And you mentioned that Rick Wright, Richard he Wright, was yes, yeah. Well, Rick, Rick Wright, sure. yeah. He was short. Call him Rick. Yeah. He, well, that's how I know he's my best best friend. He was the keyboard, and he was um. He was a keyboard. Well, he was the keyboard. Right. He played the keyboard. That's what I'm saying. Keyboardist. Yes. Yeah. He played the keyboard, and <laughs> that's that's what it is. Okay. And uh, I guess Fucking you okay? <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry, people are uh, 
our uh, co-host over here, Mellow Maddie, got distracted like a squirrel. A mosquito. <laughs> like a squirrel when he saw I didn't know a nut. What it was. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I got distracted by the great gig in this. Squirrel! The squirrel! That's Maddie over here. Sky. Yeah. Um, no, Rick Wright was. Um, um, known for, especially on that Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. For uh, what's the word I'm thinking about now? Drawing that yeah. was it. Was I saying that song? Any color? Oh, any color you like. Sure. Any color. He was. That was like his major contrib- contribution to that album. Was you could really hear the textures of his keyboard playing. Oh, oh, in that song. Right, right. Yeah. I'm trying to get at. Yeah, he definitely. He's the underrated part of uh, of Pink Floyd. With and his, that was yeah, the last he has a haunting voice. Very and that was eighth. Studio album. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So many in such yeah. a short period of time. And that was 1973. Yeah. Wow. Was it number eight? I didn't. know Yeah. That. They had done some like soundtrack stuff too, but um, but yeah, all recorded stuff. Yeah, literally, they've only been around for six years, and they had only lost Sid Barrett, their leader, at that point. You know, maybe four years earlier. Yeah, they certainly. I, Roger Water, Roger Waters really buckled down and took over the role as the leader. For, for better or for worse, I mean, some people don't do not like Roger Waters. Some people are either Gilmore fans or Roger Waters fans. But mm. I mean, he took he took them right to the top of. I mean, you know, that album was huge and what an iconic album cover! It's just itself, such a simple simple design. Prism. I mean, that's genius. Oh, you know who did that? That's a um, there's a, there was an art uh, record art uh, company that was called Hypnosis. Yeah. Spelled H I P G N O, like Gnostic. Anyway, very cool album covers. They would do other Pink Floyd album covers later in the seventies too. I uh, wish you were here. The famous one where they're shaking hands. Love on that fire. song. Yeah, you've seen the album cover, right? Mm-hmm. Two guys. That's that's Hypnosis. The uh, the album uh, art work people. But yeah, but what a classic album cover. Just simple, but but iconic. Yeah, seriously. Well, you said it's a, it's a, a concept album, and the, how the Dark Side of the Moon. It explores themes such as, you know, like conflict, right. greed, time, death, and mental illness, which yeah. obviously derive from Sid Barrett's exactly. situation. Yeah, they start firsthand. I mean, uh, just a, I mean, we've talked about Sid Barrett, what a, what an Adonis he was, and how, I mean, he was just like this psychedelic prince of, of, of <laughs> Slash Floyd. lunatic. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he would turn into one. Yeah, he, yeah. The lunatic. But they, th- yeah. Is on, on the, the ground. ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go, see? <laughs> just uh yeah i mean that's all sid barrett related i mean they saw it firsthand they didn't have to hear about it they saw their their friend their childhood friend and band leader lose his mind in months like literally they could see uh they they called it a uh, black hole they, they, they just sun? they well that too black holes in the sky they saw his eye he would just look dead behind his eyes at some point he just burned himself out but um but yeah i mean Dark Side is, it really is a concept album too, from like start to finish. Well, it's known as that. Yeah. Like a lot of art, a lot of bands say they, some of their albums are concept albums, but these, I mean, Dark Side truly was. I don't know if it was the first. You could probably say like Tommy by The Who. But I mean, just, it gets a perfect album too. There's not really much filler, you know? It's just, it covers all the bases. And I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, and it seems like kids today get into it too, you know. It seems kind of timeless, like it is timeless. And you see a lot of kids like fourteen to eighteen wearing like, and that's just big nowadays in general. Like yeah. you see all these kids, 
all these hipsters right. wearing all these band T-shirts and they have no idea what the band is. Yeah, or what right. they, or they, like I've told that story in the past where I've seen uh, kids wearing Nirvana or Metallica shirts. I say, name a song. Name oh, a song. Wow. And they can't name one song from those bands. Have right? you done that? I've done yeah. Oh, okay. I've done that. that. I think oh, right. I mentioned this on a previous episode in the past past. Yeah. And we I brought this up in another topic where I was at a, a local store and I went to the cashier and this girl was ringing me up and she had a Nirvana t-shirt on. And I said, oh, cool t-shirt. I got the same one. And she was like, oh, yeah, I love this t-shirt. <laughs> and I said to her, name me a song. Yeah. And she looked at me like I had eight heads. Well, that was that's key. She said, I love this t-shirt, not that I love the band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She couldn't name, not even smells like. Not even smells like. She had to been like at least 17, 18. And I said, name me, name me a song. And she's like, oh. And she's like, ah. She laughed, like giggled, like, I don't know. And then another instance where I was out and about, and I this 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 girlfriend and boyfriend seemed to be a couple. They were walking towards me. Yeah. And this kid was wearing a Metallica shirt, and this Metallica shirt was wherever I may roam. Yeah. And it said wherever I may roam on the shirt, and like it had the skull, like the like the skull, like the lady skull. Oh like, yeah. With they were in the dress. Yeah. With the arm up. Right. And you know, and this is where I'm roaming the back and everything. I said, "Hey, cool shirt, love one of the best bands of all time, one of my favorite bands." I said, uh, "Name me a song by them." And he's looking at the shirt. He's looking. He's literally looking at the shirt because he can't see the back of his shirt. Obviously, he's looking at the shirt and he wow. cannot, for the life of him, give me a one single song from Metallica. That's Not even interesting. Like, it's like a Kimmel thing. Like they go on the street and ask people questions. Like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, that's a good. I like that. Well, he so, could not. Wow. The kid, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself. This says, I believe it says wherever I may roam in the back, but he obviously couldn't see it. <laughs> he got the shirt because everyone's. I guess it's like a new fad that everyone wears like band yeah, shirts now, yeah, whether it's right, Metallica, ACDC, right. Nirvana. So, do you think it should be a rule that you should know? If yeah. you wear a shirt, I I agree. I yeah. I think so. I think if you're not gonna wear, like if I'm gonna wear yeah a shirt from. You know, say I don't know Doja Cat or right. Nicki Minaj, yeah. just as, and they'd be like, "Oh, cool shirt! Can you name me a song?" Yeah, and I can't. You name me a song, and right. they're, gonna, they're gonna be like, "Oh, why are you wearing that shirt then?" Yeah. Oh, I just like I think it's cool. Like I like the size of her yeah. her boobs in this shirt. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Like that's, that's lame. Good, yeah, it's, it's lame. Good, yeah, I know. Should, do you need the? So I thought that was pretty funny when yeah, that, that, that should happen. That's happened. Yeah, that's happened twice now that's in the past. Funny. Where you've called them out. I'm. I'm about to do that again soon because I haven't done yeah. it in a while. You're exposing these kids for what they are. Yeah, what they don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I can, I'm can. i thinking to myself, man, I can name 20 Metallica oh, songs easily. in 10 seconds right now. Maybe it's good. Maybe you're you know, maybe you're spurring them to go look into this. Probably not, but maybe. In, you, <laughs> you would like know. to think so. Right, right. But I don't, yeah, that's your, I don't know. Uh, I'll never know. Yeah, I know. So I'll, I'll I never know. see these. I haven't seen these two kids since. Yeah. <laughs> and don't plan on it. No, hopefully not. So. And yeah, but but Pink Floyd definitely. I think. I mean, to me, it was a rite of passage when I started smoking weed. It would be, you know, you listen to Dark Side of the Moon. I'd probably go a little deeper. But I'm sure kids today are, if they're starting to dabble with marijuana, I'm sure they. I mean, it's a go-to album. To no, they probably just listen to Juice World and fucking. Um, yeah, I don't know. Young Thug and shit like that. Well, it depends what kind of. There's kid a lot of there's about. a lot of suburban kids that listen to fucking. True. There's a lot of stuff, rap. There's a lot of stuff to listen to when you smoke weed but i mean but that really but that's what they listen to now it's these suburban true. kids they seem like they all gravitate towards the hip-hop and rap world. yeah maybe at first but maybe they want to get something a little more deeper and a little more uh you know a little more trippy at some point yeah i mean you know there's 
any number of stuff to listen to, stoned. But yeah, I mean, Pink Floyd went hand in hand with my uh, introduction. Of course, yeah. Well, that, we're talking, we're talking about the eighties. Yeah. Here. Well, the no. kids nowadays yeah. are fifteen to eighteen, twenty, whatever. True. They're listening to all these fucking young blood, young thug, Some Post Malone, Jack Barrow, yeah, whatever his fucking sure, name is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They but, don't listen to. I mean. Majority don't listen to right. Pink Floyd. It probably depends what their parents listen to. You yeah, know? but a lot of these They'll kids go against what their parents listen. Yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of these kids are listening to these hip hop and, and techno. I mean, hip hop and and pop rap and yeah. hip rap and whatever you want to fucking call it. They listen to all this shit now. I yeah. mean, that's just that's just the way it is. Yeah. I feel like, and we've talked about this previously. I feel like if you were to pull um, a thousand. Suburban kids. Yeah. And I would say maybe from the suburb. It could be like in the, the Midwest. Right. Out in the middle of nowhere. And the, the population is about 1,500. And you take small little towns in that vicinity. And you gather up about 1,000 kids. Right. And they're all going to say, I bet you I bet you 965 yeah. of them say, right. oh, yeah, I listen to some fucking rap. Yeah. You know, it's just it's right. weird. And it's funny. But, but it's at true. some point, they'll move on from that. And yeah, it could go. be a phase. Right. You don't know. It's right. just it's just an assumption. Yeah. But if I, if I had to take a guess or a, ga- a gander. A gander. Yeah. That's that's the speculation. Yeah. For sure. I agree. I agree with that. Okay. But at you some get point, this boy? But at some point, they're going to want to deep, dig deeper and listen to something. With more depth. And Did you know? Content. Uh, sure, sure. Say <laughs> so what? Did you know when they were recording? Homer says what? Did they, <laughs> Homer Simpson says what? Yeah. Did I? I thought I read it. you, and if you could uh, confirm this, okay, that they recorded in a warehouse that the Rolling Stones owned it, owned for this album. Um, I, oh, I always thought they recorded this at Abbey Road, where they recorded most. Yeah, they may have uh, maybe some demo stuff. I don't know. That I don't know. Yeah, I'm I think I've sure. read that somewhere. Where pretty sure uh, they recorded it at uh, Abbey Road. I guess the album had been given the professional, I'm sorry, the provisional title of Dark Side of the Moon, an allusion to lunacy rather than astronomy. Right. That's what that goes for. Oh, okay, right. Or, 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 or speaks towards. Yeah, because before that, yeah, if you listen to stuff before Dark Side of the Moon, they're not. They're not touching on any kind of like it's all like space rock kind of stuff. Yeah, you would have thought it was more like you know cosmicy, but yeah, no, it was certainly about um, it was certainly about uh, mental illness and whatnot. And you know, actually, there is no dark side of the moon. It's actually all dark. That's the famous uh, <laughs> famous <laughs> the famous quote, the myth. Yeah, the one of the guys, one of the voices in it says that. Yeah, no, they recorded at famous uh, Abbey Road, you know, where the Beatles recorded and whatnot. Um, Alan oh, they were no. I said they rehearsed. I oh, said rehearsed. I didn't say record. Oh, rehearsed. I, I, I think, yeah, they rehearsed at a warehouse oh, okay. in London owned by the Rolling Stones. Okay, and then they at the Rainbow Theater in Finsbury Park, London. Okay, that's yeah, that's what they did. That's what Johnny Rodgers. So there you know. Okay, if that's you don't know, and now you now know. You know. Okay. Mm. Were the Stones there? No, I know because they just rented it out to them yeah. so they could use that space at the time. That Rolling Stones. You know what? We own this place. We're gonna give you. a Sweet deal, boys. Because yeah. we're good friends and we were the same party. I think they were friends, though. That's funny. I don't think the Stone, the Beatles, and the Pink Floyd, but yeah. Well, maybe maybe yeah. they were acquaintances. Obviously, yeah. they, they obviously they, they were nice enough to allow right. the Floyds the, to the, Flo- the Floyds, yeah. The, Flo- yeah. the Pinks and the Floyds yeah. to rehearse in their That's warehouse. Very nice okay, of, of Mick and the boys to do yes. that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, 
it's just a classic album. Um, like I said, not my favorite, but certainly a favorite, but not my absolute favorite. It's their most popular one, don't you think? Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's probably the third or fourth best-selling record of all time. Yeah. Up there with, um, right behind, like, Thriller and, uh, believe it or not, like, The Eagles' Greatest Hits is number two or something That's like that. That's really? Yeah, isn't that That's terrible? crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. I'd much rather listen to The Floyd, but... Yeah, I mean, this was certainly the soundtrack of an 18-year-old Maddie Morrill back in the day. <laughs> I remember having my uh, CD, my walk, my uh, CD, um, what they call those? The, uh, the, uh, <laughs> my little portable CD player. Yeah, your Walkman and yeah. your CD player yeah, yeah. and your yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Discman, Discman. Yeah, I'm well, it's a CD player. Yeah, well, it's called a Discman, though. Yeah, but Duh. he's a portable CD player. It's yeah, but I wanted to think of the actual name. Okay, because yeah. you were Cause slumming I, on that. Yeah, you were like, like, oh. Because I'm stoned. <laughs> yeah, no, you wish you were stoned right now, because you were talking about the Dark Side of the Moon. You're I'm thinking, having flashbacks. I love to roll up a nice fatty yeah, boy, and fucking light it up. Oh, boy, the first up. few times of smoking weed listening to Floyd. Floyd was a go-to, not necessarily Dark Side, but Floyd was a go-to band to listen to when you're stoned. And certainly echoes and yeah, but yeah, it's interesting to go back and listen to Floyd and see the build up to Dark Side of the Moon because you can see little hints of what was coming with yeah. Roger Waters' lyrics or like you know David Gilmour's guitar work and yeah, it's interesting. And then after that, they pretty much sucked. <laughs> no, they were good. I mean, no, the, I mean, the wall, well, the, well, that, well, the wall. The question is, you got two bookends. You got Dark Side and the Wall, of course. Later on, I just think. Well, I think the reason why the Dark Side of the Moon was their last greatest achievement because I think that, it was. that was... It was them as a band. All of them contributing without Sid Barrett. Yeah, and Sid it's, Barrett. it's all them contributing before Roger but Waters really took over as let's, a fucking tyrant. Yeah. Let's be real, though. Okay. Not the artist. Well, we can be that, too. Sendog. You be, be real, real I'll be DJ Sendog. Muggs. Yeah, DJ Nice. Dark Side of the Moon is the last album that every band member had in a hand in it. I agree. Besides... Yes. Which includes indirectly includes Sid Barrett because they use his influences right. to help write the album and right. put the album together right. as a concept. It might be Wish You Were Here, maybe a little bit, but but yeah, but certainly those two. After that, it was all Roger Waters. It was all Roger saying taking you know over. He was a dic- dictator. Yeah, absolutely right. right. So uh, my personal opinion is that Dark Side of the Moon is the last greatest achievement. Right. By Pink Floyd with everyone involved. I would say that. In- I would agree indirectly, that. including the great Sid Barrett. Right, right. Now, um, it wasn't this album, but the next album, when they were recording Dark, uh, when they were recording Wish You Were Here, did you heard this famous story that uh, Sid Barrett showed up at the recording? He walked in. So, you know, you remember what Sid Barrett looked like. You've seen yeah, pictures oh, of him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Take a Google image what he looked like in 1975. He looks like an old man. He's completely bald at that point. And he came in to the recording session uh, with a. He was brushing his teeth, just randomly walking, <laughs> brushing his teeth. Ra- yeah, j- and jumping around like literally like a like a mental patient, and nobody recognized him. Richard Wright looked over and, and they thought some old guy had wandered into the uh, recording studio, and somebody I think I don't know the engineer said no, that's Sid. Sid heard, Sid heard you were recording. It was right when they were recording the famous. Uh, Wish You Were Here, which is about Sid, the song. Yeah. And then uh, they all, uh, Richard Wright broke down in tears. He couldn't, it was so disturbing. Unbearable from the sea. <laughs> yeah, his childhood friend. But, the uh, dark side of the moon. <laughs> yes. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know what that is? Did you just make up a song? No, it's from this, that, oh. from that verse oh, of the song. Oh, it sounds a little different. Yeah. Okay. I just, oh, well, you're I doing your operatic. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah you, I you mean, cut. Maddie, can, can you just roll with the punches? <laughs> 
I thought you, you get it. I thought you were adding like. I sound like you sorry, people. He's not quick on the uptake. I thought you were adding a little spin to it. He's not quick on the I'll uptake. Meet you on the ducks. Oh, you were singing that part okay. of the moon. Okay, yeah. Sound a little. Oh. You, were, you were freestyling a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And you didn't get up. Now you're just picking. Now you're getting it. Now I've taken a little bit of reaction yeah. for you. Be, I thought you were, you know, doing some kind of interpretive thing. He finally got it, people. <laughs> That's why he's called Mellow Maddie because he's half. He's pretty much stoned without being stoned. <laughs> I'm half retarded too. <laughs> what we can say that. <laughs> Sorry, people. He twenty-five is, uh, seventy-six. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Time. time Perfectly incorrect. <laughs> but yes, uh, Sid Barrett. Back At least in the I'm studio. not half a fag. Oh, I'm gonna oh. That one out too. Anyway. Twenty-five eighty-two. All right. <laughs> okay. Yes, but Sid Barrett came yes. to the studio all crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, he was. It is yeah, what it is. It's a famous Pink Floyd Lord. That was wish you were here, but yeah. Anyway. But. Yeah, that's a story off the subject. Of, we love uh, Doc Floyd, Floyd, right? We love Pink Floyd. We have to. Yeah, I do. I mean, okay. I respect them. Yeah, I think they're pioneers. Yeah, obviously they've been in the game forever, and they put and they showed the and they say they paved the way for many of artists and bands that have been around um, now. And yeah, definitely will come like, in the future. Like Asteroid, so, and even bands like Ghost. Yeah. Have, have, cited uh, Pink Floyd as huge influences yeah. so it goes to show you and it hits all genres of rock and metal yeah. they've they've catered to all sorts of genres in, in metal and rock so love uh, pioneers love OGs yep. whatever you want to call them much respect and love to the to all the members past members future members they well just, not say future but you know present members well, even though there's no Pink Floyd, but they the just fans can't that Roger Waters, they can't David Gilmore, I know. they just can't get it together, people. Just, Come on, guys. If you're listening, David, Roger, it's 2022. We're almost at 2023. Yeah. Get over it. It's yeah. We need love and peace here in this world of hate. Yeah. Get over your differences. Get over your, your turmoil. Just hash it. Bury the hatchet, literally. It might be too late. I think they're all pretty much... Yeah. Roger Waters still does stuff on his own. Yeah, he's touring, isn't he? Yeah. he's coming to Boston in July. He's played Fenway over the years, yeah. yeah I think he's, he's coming July. show, I guess. Yeah. I think he's going to be here July 10th or 12th, wow. I believe, in the Boston area. God so, bless him. He's like 70, 78 or something. Yeah. Whoever's listening? Hello? No one's listening. Check him out. <laughs> if you're going to be in the area, go check out Roger Waters. Our one fan, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Our eight fans in Ukraine. Yeah, that one guy in Bulgaria. Love and respect to Ukraine. Stay safe. Stay strong. <laughs> that one guy in Morocco listening right now. Yeah. Mohammed. Yeah, Mohammed's brother. Mohammed Louis. <laughs> Louis. <laughs> well, Maddie, yes. I mean, do you feel like you have to uh, contribute any more to this conversation? No, I think that's it. I, I you know, I, I've always loved Dark Side, and uh, yeah. That's, uh, you love Dark Side, but again, not my favorite. Not your favorite. No, no, it wouldn't be my go-to thing. And it's actually something I haven't listened to in a long time. I like this certain, like you know, this song's like I was. I never liked the song Money anyway. It's it's you know it's all right, but I couldn't listen to it now. I yeah, I feel like it's Money's just, over. I feel like Money's another song that's drawn out. Overplayed. Yeah, it's such a, like a WZLX song. Yeah, and I and I, it's like one of those songs like I care less if I if I ever heard. Um, Welcome to the Jungle again. Yeah, it's, the same with, yeah, like, it's, the same it's a great stairway, song. Stairway to Heaven, right. It's a great song. Right. It has its place in rock history right. and rock lore, 
But it's a song I don't care if yeah. I. I mean, if I heard it, whatever. If yeah, I don't hear it, yeah. I'm not gonna go out of my way to listen no, to it. Exactly, you wouldn't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No. So that's I don't how know. I can feel. You blame that on radio, maybe radio. Yeah, radio, radio killed can, the right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Radio, exactly. radio killed the favorite songs of the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They really because they overplayed it and overplayed it and overplayed that's it and overplayed it. That's another thing too. Can radio dig a little deeper with stuff? You know, it's like you they don't. Play, they really don't. Even I. I I'm a fan of uh, Sirius XM Radio. I, I have a subscription to it. But even then, even them lately are playing the same songs every like two or three hours. So, in, like, I, like for instance, I heard, um, for instance, I heard Slipknot on Liquid Metal the other day. They played um, "Spit It Out." Yeah. And then a few days later, I heard it again. It's like I just heard it a couple days ago. Like, there's so many other Slipknot songs I can play. And isn't that the point of satellite radio? It was supposed to be like the opposite of commercial radio. Yeah, right? and that's, you can dig that's deep. That's the yeah. point. Yeah. If I'm hearing "Spit It Out." Three day, three days ago, and I hear it again today. Yeah. No. What like, am I paying for? No, yeah. I, I have. I can just listen to it whenever I want yeah, exactly. on my Apple Music catalog. Right, right. My point is, is if I own my, if I owned a radio station yeah. and had my own in my own radio station, I would like I would play like a lot of stuff. People, I would play a handful of stuff that people know and, and have heard and, right. and love and enjoy. But there's gonna be a there's gonna be a whole week or maybe a month that I dedicate. Music to dip, yeah. some deep cuts Digging deep, that you'll yeah. never ever hear on no. a radio station ever. Right? You know, songs that and bands that people never even heard of. Yeah. And that's what I would like to do as a goal someday. Right. I'm saying it here. I would love to have my own radio station someday. Yeah. Which you could do online. I could, right? Yeah, you could. Yeah, but it's more fun to have like a commercial uh, on the airwaves. Yeah, old school. That's something I don't. You have, and that and that's uh, an old school uh, approach of. You have to spend money yeah. to make money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. You get that license. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. I know. I think we could do it. We could do it. Part of the empire. Yeah. Part of the scrap metal industry. It's just starting. <laughs> now, I want to pose a question before we end this. Ooh, I like it. Here we go. I'm nervous. I just thought about this now, and okay. I want. I, we didn't. So, to whoever's listening and who will listen, I haven't. I didn't bring this. We've talked about this vaguely off air in the past, but not tonight. And I have not, so um, I have not told Maddie about mm-hmm. this tonight, off air before the show. So this is a complete surprise. So, so this is a surprise to him, right? And a surprise to all you listeners wow. and viewers. Hey now, we've been scrap metal for about over a year now. That's the name of our podcast. Yeah, and. I came up with a secondary name Ooh. a little while back, okay. and I approached my co-host, Mellow Maddie, <laughs> Mono, Monotone Maddie, Mellow Maddie. Uh, <laughs> about, uh, let's say, for sake of argument, three months ago. Sure. And I'm opposing this question to you, our pe- pe- listeners, our people, peeps, our peeps, our homies. Hi, guys. Do you? So with this ha- with this said, right. we have a again we have a Instagram page called Scrap Metal Show. That's our IG handle. Ig. So if you want to find us on there, this is how you can reach out to us. With that said, would you like us to keep the Scrap Metal moniker? Moniker. Yep. Or would you rather change it to the Rockin' Chair or podcast? Or go on Instagram and come up with other. Or possibilities. Instagram and portray and state your other possible names right. or handles right. for our 
podcast show. I like that. I'm. We kept scrap metal, right? Just because it's a cool logo. It's a cool logo and it's a good name, (laughs) right? Um, But we're not a no disrespect, right? But we're not strictly metal all the time. With that said, we're not opposed to changing our name if need be, right? So I, Maddie seems to like rock and cheer. I do. And once we're not going to give you the whole logistics behind the name, and yeah. we'll come up. With, I, have, I have a whole new logo in mind. But if you have your own opinions and thoughts, you can reach out to us. Like I said on our Instagram page, yeah. Scrap Metal Show. Again, Scrap Metal Show, all one word. That's our IG handle, and you can DM us or general message us and say, "This is what I. It's a cool name, or that's that's a cool name, et cetera, et cetera." So. And we'll shout, we'll do your shout. homework, people. Yeah, and reach out. We we welcome right. it. Please reach out. We'll shout you out. We'll, and give, we'll you a, give you a shout we'll out. Give you a prize. Your we'll name give you a and sticker. where you're from. <laughs> yeah, give you a free sticker. We'll send you a sticker. You want a button? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> we'll send you a sticker. So sounds good. That's Definitely. that. That was all yeah. on that particular I like subject. That. You yeah, like that? I like that. I do. So that's a little curveball for yeah. you people, especially you, Mel yeah, and Maddie. I like that. Keep me on my toes. So our name is obviously currently our name is Scrap Metal. Uh, we are thinking about changing our name to Rock and Chair Podcast. Or if you people out there have a better name or have a better idea, right? Shoot us a DM or a general message on Facebook, I like on it. Instagram. Yeah. Um, I th- with that, I think we should uh, also cater to the people with a maybe a, uh, an email. Yeah. I'll make up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make up a whole email. Okay. Strictly for our podcast. Yeah. And I'll say like for now, I'll be like you can reach us at scrapmetal21 right. at gmail.com or something. Yeah. Once I figure it out and get the logistics out, I will on our next episode I will. Yeah. Relay well, that message to the people. You can put it on Instagram, right? Can you put it? On? And I'll put it on Instagram yeah, yeah. where you can email us and yeah. you can email us our your ideas or thoughts or questions or concerns there as well or critiques. Yeah. So. I figured we'll throw a little uh, fun curveball there and yeah, uh, like roll with it here, right. literally. I like that. So let's go, people. Come up with some good <laughs> names and ideas, and let's fucking kill it. Let's hear from you, people. We want to hear from the masses. We want to know you're out there. Yeah, we want to hear you. We want to hate. We want you to be heard. Show us your tits. <laughs> this isn't this isn't Woodstock '94. That's 1969. '99. <laughs> '99. So um, yeah, we want tit pics. No, no, don't listen to him. Twenty-eight seventy-two. Yeah, he's a chooch. So yes, whatever you, uh, any ideas, any suggestions, send them our way. You can DM us or message us on Instagram. Like I said, please, we welcome it. Thank you very much. With that said, uh, how do you think we did? We think we did good tonight. I think we done good. We think we done good. Yeah. All right, dude. Yeah, we sound a lot better with the new mics. Yeah, new mics. Second uh, <laughs> podcast with new mics. I think yes. we're rocking and rolling now. I think, I think we figured out the the kinks. Yeah, I think so. And the bugs. Yes, not we'll we'll, we'll still we'll still tweak if we need we'll any tweak. if any tweaking needs to be done, we will get it done. Yeah, we want to sound professional and smooth as possible. Yeah. Well, with that said, I want to say thank you again to our listeners and people who download us on Spotify iTunes, Apple Music, all platform, we're Podbean, all Podbean, we're all our podcasts are available most all platforms, right? Uh, across the board, Stitcher, everything, Deezer, yeah, yeah, yeah everything. Yep. They're everywhere. Yep, every uh, yeah. Okay. There's some lesser known ones. I, I like Podbean actually. But all right, yeah, so yeah, Podbean and yeah, all that them, stuff. Yeah, yeah there's, there's there's at least a dozen of them. Yeah, all right, a lot cool. of them. Yeah, yeah. And I want to shout out 
our fellow friends at Pantheon Pods. Um, we uh, there. It's a it's a uh, local. It's not a local, but it's no. a podcasting company platform Network, out of uh, yeah. San Francisco, Net- San Francisco, California. Yeah. yeah. And um, they do great things and have great um, content. And you can find them on Instagram as well. Want to shout out Pantheon Pods again? Shout out Patreon. Shout out Spotify. And shout out um, Sirius XM Radio for uh, giving us love and all and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And especially to you, our listeners. Yep. Much love and respect. Stay sick. S-I-C. Take care of one another. Be safe. Stay strong. Peace. Mm-hmm.